Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Influence and a very good morning to you. This is Your Money, the show where we look out for all the movements, all the market talk, and we speak to the movers and shakers of the business world. Today in Influence, we meet Harsh Sinha, Chief Technology Officer for TransferWise. If you've been looking for the best way to move money around the world, you want to stay with us. TransferWise is Europe's most valuable fintech startup, valued at $3.5 billion dollars. They handle $7 billion in cross-border transfers every month. And the company makes sending money overseas eight times more affordable than the banks, allowing its 5 million customers to save $1.7 billion every year. Wow, those are impressive figures. Harsh, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Great to meet you. So tell me, your Chief Technology Officer of TransferWise, pull back the curtains a little for us. How does TransferWise work? So TransferWise um, is an international money transfer platform. It allows people to hold, send, spend, and receive money across the world. Um, and the way it works is basically we built a network, a financial plumbing network, which mm. connects to local banking system in every country. And by doing that, we bypass the more expensive international banking rails. So let's take an example. Let's say you are in Singapore and you want to send money to your friend in the UK. What you will do is you'll transfer, you'll set up the transfer, let's say 100 Sing dollars, and then you'll get the exchange rate, which is the same exchange rate you will see on Google. So right. no markups, mid-market exchange rate. And you'll also see our fees displayed transparently, which will usually be between you know 04 to 0.6%. That's about eight times cheaper than most banks would do it. And then when the transfer is set up, you would move money or funds to our local account in Singapore. So TransferWise has a local account here. Mm -hmm. And then once we see the money coming in, mm. on the UK side, we have an account there too. And we'll push funds to the domestic banking system to your friend's account. So that allows us to completely bypass the more expensive international corresponding banking network. And that's why we are so much cheaper. And usually domestic systems are more efficient and faster. So that allows us to do transfers like you know instant transfers between Europe and uh, UK right now. We can do bank-to-bank -bank transfer within 20 seconds. All right. Arsh, the most talked about cryptocurrency in the market right now is Facebook's upcoming Libra. Do you think Libra's entry into the market expected to come in first quarter next year? Is that going to shake up the world of cross-border money transfers? So I think it's good that a big company with a lot of resources like uh, Facebook is getting into this market. Um, the cross-border payments market is massive. If you look at the numbers, um, last year, about $100 trillion moved across borders. One trillion of that was helping consumers. The consumers were moving money. The rest, $10 trillion, was businesses. And then after that, it's large corporates. So the market's pretty big. I think Facebook coming in, and they're trying to use new technology, I think it could be an interesting play. But I don't think there's going to be one winner-take-all market. I also don't think there's going to be one currency which the whole world will converge to. So that's not going to happen anytime soon. So I think there'll always be fiat to Libra, Libra to fiat kind of conversions that will happen. So sing dollars to Libra or Libra to say USD. And yeah, I think it's good that the industry is set up where you have bigger players coming in. Regulators are going to think about like, what does it mean to have a cryptocurrency? Regulation is going to be changing as we go along. Mm. And that helps other players in the market too. So as you mentioned, it is a big market. Observers say though it is a crowded market. Do you think Facebook has a chance of succeeding? 
the white paper was a good start, but it's still pretty low on details. Yes. So I guess it's a little bit more wait and watch mode for all of us. So we'll see what happens in the next year. Uh, but I think there's a lot of things that are beyond just a technology that they have to figure out. Uh, right now, they're mostly working through the regulatory aspects of uh, getting something like this off the ground. So it'll be interesting to see. Do you see Libra as a threat? I don't see there'll be one currency in the world. No, so no. eventually you have to convert from fiat currencies like USD or Singapore dollars into Libra. We believe we've built one of the best networks in the world to do that. So somebody's got to own the on-ramp and off-ramp into Libra. And uh, I don't think that's going to be a problem for the technology we've built. Great way to put it. We're Singaporeans. We have to end up at some sort of acronym sooner or later in life, you know. So tell us about API. I understand you're passionate about application programming interface. Yes. What is API? Why do companies need to understand what API opens the door to for customers? So API is a technology term, but basically the idea is how do you use a platform like TransferWise mm-hmm. without experiencing it on the TransferWise properties? So let's say TransferWise mobile app or TransferWise website. So I'll give you an example. There's a big challenger bank in the UK that we work with, and they're the fastest growing bank. So instead of sending their customers or having the customers directly come to our mobile app or our website, they wrote some code, six to 10 lines of code, to integrate our API directly into their banking interface. So now the customers of that challenger bank, they see a screen which says powered by TransferWise and it shows them the exact experience that you would see on the TransferWise website, but in their app. That's much more convenient for those customers. And now the entire system is set up where everything runs through code. You don't have to call um, TransferWise customer support. You basically call your bank if you need any questions answered. But that allows us to integrate where our customer's money is. So your money stays in your bank account more than like, you moving to different experiences. And when we are there where your money is, then there's a much more convenient experience. And that allows people to integrate our a rail set we've built, which is one of the best in the world, into the different applications. Really interesting. So why is it that banks cannot offer remittance rates cheaper than yours? And then why would they want to house what you do on their sites? Yeah, it's a very, very good question. I get asked this a lot. So there are different kinds of banks, right? So there are large incumbent banks. They've had this business for a long time. So they've been using technology and systems that are like older. Mm. Some of the processes are also quite manual. That's why sometimes when you do a transfer, say from Sing dollars to USD, if you go do a transfer from your bank today, it might take anywhere between three to five days. And also, if you want to find out the status of your transfer, they might even charge you some money to find out where the money is stuck sometimes. And this is basically because of both the processes that they run and also they're running on the corresponding banking network. So the corresponding banking network means like your bank here in uh, Singapore might have a relationship with a bank in Hong Kong, then would have a relationship with JP Morgan Chase in New York. That's how the money eventually would go through and settle into the United States. Because we kill out that corresponding banking middleman and as I said before, we basically use local banking networks that allows us to provide a very, very cheap service. Tell us about who's tying up with you to provide customers this cheaper cross-border transfers. So we've got um, Monzo, which is one of the biggest challenger banks in the UK. That's already uh, like a big part of the API integration that we run. We also have the biggest challenger bank in Germany called N26 that's been running on us for a while. We've got the second biggest bank in France called BPC that is already integrating with us. We've got a few more challenger banks and neo banks coming in the US over the next few weeks. You are already valued at $3.5 billion, Europe's most valuable fintech startup. What is in the plans? What's next for the company? So we will continue to expand our coverage so right now, we allow you to send money from about 49 countries 
and send money to about 71 countries. So we want to continue to expand that coverage. We are doing a lot of work in Asia. Uh, we believe the Asian uh, market still, there's no one player who's big enough. And it's a very fragmented market. And we think we can really serve the customers here well. The other thing we launched a year and a half ago was the Borderless account. It's an international bank account. It gives you local accounts sitting here in Singapore. Mm-hmm. You can get an account in Australia, in New Zealand, in United States, in UK and Europe without even setting foot in these countries. What that allows you to do is, let's say you're a small business or a freelancer, you're getting paid invoices. You don't have to get paid in Sing dollars, you can get paid in USD by the US business that you're working with. And then you can decide whether you want to keep that money within TransferWise or you want to bring that back at the mid-market exchange rate into Sing dollars. Because you might next week have somebody to pay in USD again, so you don't have to pay the international fee and everything. So that product also has a card on it, a debit card, that we have now launched in US, UK, and recently in Australia. So we're going to expand that entire product across the world too. Very interesting. Thank you so much for coming by. A pleasure meeting you this morning. Harsh Sinha, Chief Tech Officer of TransferWise. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.